get your family vehicles ready for summer driving with early Memorial Day deals at Dobbs. Click on GoToDobbs.com for money, saver retire, and service deals today. Dobbs. With 43 locations, real deals are always close by. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. The Masters continues down in Augusta. It's Carriker and Smallman on 101 ESPN. I've always enjoyed the work of Bob Herrig at ESPN.com, and he's always gracious enough to join me on shows. Heck, wherever I have been, Michelle, I've always enjoyed talking golf with Bob Herrig, who joins us now on the Brown and Crouppen Celebrity Line from Augusta. Bob, thanks so much for taking some time with us today. How are you doing this morning? I'm doing well. How are you guys? Thank you for having me today. Thank you. No problem. And and let's start with this. Even without fans, this has been a really compelling start to the tournament, hasn't it? Yeah, absolutely. It's great. I mean, look at that leaderboard. You know, uh, other than Dylan Fratelli, you know, I think most people probably know most of those guys up there. Justin Thomas, uh, Dustin Johnson, Paul Casey, Justin Rose, uh, Webb Simpson, Shoffley, Tiger, and Phil are on the board. Uh, you know, it's, uh, it's, it's kind of what you come to expect at the Masters, and they're not disappointing so far. Randy mentioned the fans, Bob, with the lack of fans. There are a couple people there, but it's certainly not the packed galleries that we're used to seeing at Augusta National. So what's the environment like down at the Masters? It's very strange. I mean, it's it's almost eerie. I, you know, I, I was here Monday. Um, I made it a point to get out there and walk the entire course just to see what it was like. Uh, you know, during the practice rounds, there's usually even more people here than there are during the tournament. And as you said, packed. I mean, just wall-to-wall people. And now there's not even any ropes. There's no ropes. There's no there's no grandstands. You know, they have a bunch of places where there would be grandstands. It looks great on TV. It's going to be a phenomenal viewing experience, I think, in that regard, because there's there's a lot of unobstructed views. But on site, with no sound hardly. I mean, I was, you know within yards of tiger yesterday walking the back nine i mean you know i could hear him talking to his caddy uh you know uh, he hit it stiff on 16 to about two feet you know it could have gone in there was like two people clapping (laughs) i mean it's just uh it's just surreal you know and um you know i guess again it's sort of a reminder of the situation we're all dealing with right now uh you know it's 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 great that they're playing uh, and I think that's better than the alternative. Uh, and luckily, they've been able to figure out a way to keep going in golf. But, it, you know, it's also kind of sad, you know, that there's nobody out there. And, you know, this is such a, a coveted ticket uh, in sports. And for, for them not to be able to uh, utilize that this year is really unfortunate. Bob, you mentioned that you followed Tiger Woods around yesterday. Great opening day for him. He matched his best Masters first round ever. As you watched him play, do you think that we as fans should anticipate a Sunday where we're all locked into the TV watching Tiger? Yeah, boy, that's a great question. I mean, 
you know, it's just one round and he's not really put it together all year. Uh, but if ever there was a place, it's here. And, you know, I sort of was thinking all along, you know, how important it was for him to get off to a good start and maybe that would give him some confidence. I mean, there was a couple of things about yesterday that, that mean more than the score. Uh, he didn't make a bogey. That's, that's, you know, it's crazy. I mean, Tiger had never done that in the first round of any Masters. Like, not in the first round of any Masters he won. Not in any. This is his 23rd Masters. He hadn't done that in any major championship round going back to 2019, 106 rounds ago. You know, I mean, so, you know, bogeys, he, he's going to make bogeys. He didn't make any. I mean, that's a really, really good sign. Um, uh, and, you know, he he wasn't perfect. He, he hit some shoddy shots. He was able to recover. Uh, and he plotted his way around pretty nicely. And I think he also recognized something that's sort of been for him of late. I think he tries to be too fine and too conservative. He doesn't want to shoot himself out of it. So he plays safely. And then he looks up and, you know, he's way back. You know, in this case, he was a little, a little more aggressive and and it paid off. You know, uh, there's nothing wrong with the 68. There'd be nothing wrong with another 68 in the second round. Um, it, I can't imagine it would leave him too far back if he did that again. Bob Herring of ESPN.com with us on 101 ESPN. And, Bob, it's interesting. We always have the discussion, who's the best golfer that hasn't won a major? And Paul Casey rarely comes up in that conversation when we have it, yet he's finished in the top ten in each of the four majors at some point in his career. He's had a number two finish in a major at the PGA. He's finished fourth at the Masters before. And he's 22nd ranked in the world. It wouldn't be a shock, would it, if Paul Casey would be able to go wire to wire here? No, I wouldn't. Uh, he's, you know, he's been considered a world-class player for 15 years. And, uh, you know, he's won a bunch in Europe. Um, he's been on Ryder Cup teams. Uh, you know, very successful player, uh, highly regarded. But, you know, there's only four of these a year. And, uh, in fact, there's only three this year. So... Uh, it's not, it's just, uh, it, it, it's not going to happen for everybody. I mean, look at, there's a bunch of guys that Ricky Fowler hasn't ever won a major. Um, you know, there's, there's several people that we can point to in their careers that never did. Lee Westwood has never won one. He's playing this week. Uh, Matt Kuchar, you know, so, uh, but, so no, it, it wouldn't be a surprise. Um, you know, I think there's parts of his game that have held him back putting namely, and but this week with things just a little bit slower with the green softer and not running quite as fast i'm not sure if that'll still be the case by sunday but it certainly is now that's an advantage for somebody like him you know if the greens aren't quite as lightning fast you know uh that suits him more and it, it evens out the playing field and he's such a good ball striker that uh you know it uh i think it gives him uh it gives him great hope to to, to contend this weekend Bob, we would be remiss if we didn't ask you about Bryson DeChambeau, who's obviously been the story of golf this year, but he hit 57% of fairways yesterday, 8 for 14. Can he do that throughout the course of the weekend, hit only 57% of the fairways and win the tournament? I don't think so. I mean, the fairways here are so wide and forgiving that missing that many is not a good thing. I mean, you know, you've got to hit probably 10 around, 10 or 11 
The rough is deeper here than I've ever seen it. It's usually not this thick. That has to do with the fog growing and and the rain and stuff. You don't really want to miss fairways. No, typically you could get away with it more. It, uh, um, you know, at the, at, at the spring masters, especially, you know, if you're just off the fairway, it's really not even a hazard. It's a lot more, it's not more of a big deal this time. And, you know, I think the great, uh, the great stat that uh, came out yesterday was, was Larry Mize who won the masters in 1987 and is 62 years old. And was driving it on average about 90 yards behind Bryson yesterday. I think he was averaging 247, and Bryson averaged like 330 something. And they both shot 70. You know, so I mean, listen, over four days, I would expect that Bryson's going to beat Larry Mize. But it just shows you that for one day at least, you know, it's not always about hitting it long. If you're not doing the other things, and of course, you know he made a huge mental error yesterday. Bryson did. He, he uh, on 13, he tried to play a shot he should have never played. It had nothing to do with the driver. Uh, if you don't think your way around, also you know, he led to a double bogey on a par five. You know that's three shots more than he should be taking on these par fives. He should birdie them all, given his length. Mm-hmm. So uh, you know it's uh, it's just kind of funny how that works out. I expect him to get back into it today, but uh, you know it's. Uh, you're not, he, he needs to drive it better. He, he needs to drive it more accurately and not worry so much about hitting it so far because it's not going to do him any good if he's, if he's in the woods or if he's behind trees. Uh, and uh, I think we saw a little bit of that yesterday. Bob Harry, great to hear your voice. I always appreciate talking to you because you provide great information. Thank you very much and enjoy the weekend in Augusta. Thanks for having me, guys. Take care. Hi, this is Chris Howard, host of Plugged In with Chris Howard. The college football playoff committee made their decision on Sunday, and as much as I loathe the idea of Ohio State losing their way into the college football playoff, I 100% agree with OSU making it in over Bama. Nick Saban citing some hypothetical point spreads to prove his point that the tie deserve a spot in the college football playoffs holds little substance when you consider Bama's best win is over Texas. No, the committee got it right. TCU had a great season with far more ranked wins than Bama and didn't deserve to lose their spot after playing a surging Kansas State in a championship game. And Ohio State, while not playing some of their best ball later in the season, was still 12-0 until they came face-to-face with my Wolverines. While the college football playoff system isn't nowhere near as good as it could be, it's better than what we had. And in a few years, it will be better for all of college football. Hi, this is Chris Howard, host of Plugged In with Chris Howard. Get the latest odds and trends for every professional and amateur league out there. From football to basketball to soccer and esports, we've got it all at BetOnline.net. And if you love sports podcasts, you can find those at BetOnline as well. And don't forget, bet online for the NHL, MMA, boxing, and golf. Head to the website today or use your mobile device to learn more. Bet online where the game starts. Grab a 30-day free trial of Live by Live Plus and you'll get unlimited skips, commercial-free music, and all of the podcasts and live streaming events you can handle. Visit livexlive.com slash podcast1 to learn more and start your free trial.